Hola amigos and welcome back to the Wild Chase, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is a, pre- a quick little pre-recorded message uh, to apologize for the beginning of the uh, this particular session. Uh, I accidentally said the greatest story never told instead of the Wild Chase. That's my bad. Um, that's what our, our old D&D, D&D uh, series was back on YouTube. And I'm recovering from being sick, so I apologize. Sick brain said the wrong thing. Um, I just wanted to give you a quick little heads up and a little apology before the episode starts, and thank you so much for joining us. The episode is beginning now. Hola amigos, and welcome back to The Greatest Story Never Told, our not professional at all Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's me, your fearless leader, Rio. Um, I would like to start this uh, new episode by saying that Mercer was completely wrong. I was 100% right. There were, there were, I did describe bodies amongst the ice and snow, so, uh, we we already pre-discussed that I was going to announce he was wrong, but I just I I live in it, so I had to I had to out loud say right away he was wrong. Mia culpa, mia culpa. Anywho, uh, it's it's been an interesting month. Month. I apologize for us being gone. I'm. We've usually we were starting to like cut the time between uh, session posts and making sure that everything was good. And then I got fucking sick during free comic book day because our local comic book shop made like an event, and there was a bunch of children present, and so they got me sick. And then I got really sick because I have immune problems, so I was down for the count for a while. But uh, I have returned, and uh, we are going to continue onward. Uh, the scheduling's going to be a little weird for the next couple of weeks. We're going to try to jam some episodes back-to-back, so uh, look forward to that. Uh, the only person left that I haven't done a one-on-one episode lift, it, uh, one-on-one episode with is Mao, and we will be getting that. That will actually be something that we're going to do and get posted by the end of June, so look forward to that, too. Uh do 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 uh announcements uh obviously i'm just going down my rolodex of things we need to go over uh, uh announcements we we are confirmed for anime houston and anime anime houston and anime dallas god brain uh brain's still not at 100% guys uh we are confirmed for those two conventions we're going to be running our my hero academia event so please check it out and look forward to it uh are we can mal do we have anything else is there anything else i got to know about uh, convention, on uh, a convention standpoint, no, we do not. Uh, okie dokie. Well, we might have some other fun stuff coming up. Uh, we have some stuff in planning that we might be announcing. We, we shall see how quickly we get to that. Uh, anywho, with that, uh, with that out of the way, uh, let me once again remind everybody of our partners and sponsors over at Animotion Plus. They're an anime, they're an anime goods store here in Waco, Texas. Uh, they also have an online website where you where you can uh, go to the Animotion Plus website and they have goods there as well. A lot, a lot of their goods come directly from Japan and they are fun. We buy stuff from them all the time, even though we work with them. Uh, so please do check them out and it, the link will be in the episode description. And let's get into it. Uh, Mercer, I actually, you know, uh, introduce you guys first and then Mercer, I nominate you to give the recap today. So, go ahead, Mal. Take it away. Alrighty. Hi, everyone. I'm Mal. I play Alexi Neptis, the human bard. Everyone, this is your lovable Merc, and I play Sensei, the Warforged Cleric. 
Bubbles, this is Shane. I am playing Tegan Voltarian, the High Elf Eldritch Knight. And Jess will not be joining us today. She is not feeling well. No, I did not give her my flu. You guys are just going to have to deal without her today. Uh, I did not get her sick. First and foremost, I would like to premise this was not my fault. Anyway, Mercer, you're in charge of the recap today. Go ahead. You don't All have right. to lie to the audience. I didn't get her sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I get the easy one. All right, so uh, at the beginning of the last episode, we had combat. Glorious combat. Uh, as our lovely uh, DM has candidly pointed out, I was entirely wrong. Uh so there, there were snow piles and bodies that were in the snow piles when we arrived on scene. Um, the hunters had just uh, basically shot an arrow into our lovely new pupper friend. Um, and then uh, they basically uh, advanced on us wanting to, um, yeah, get the pupper and sensei as well toward, you know, they wanted sensei operational and captured. So that was fun. Everybody wants that big shiny booty, apparently. Um, and so uh, we were getting pretty wrecked at the beginning. Um, it was very tough. We were taking a lot of damage. Uh, and then from the side, flanking like a boss, Letty comes in and wrecks the enemy cleric. So of this fight, Letty, 100% MVP in my opinion. Um Haven over there with the, the, the strong DPS uh, was doing some good work, so yay NPCs. Um, the rest of us were doing a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Alexi could not stop hitting people. I, I, did you miss once that match? I think basically every attack you had landed hard, didn't it? Uh, I might have missed once, if I'm correct. Tegan was doing the flanky flank, too, as well, trying to take out their... Uh, all their squish people and scaring the living bejesus out of them as he comes charging towards them. And yeah. uh, using the ice like a slip and slide so he could wreck wizards. Yeah, that was that was fantastic. And, and there's, there's a whole different outlook on there not being dead bodies there and then just sliding through and having fun while there's dead bodies there. <laughs> <laughs> Completely uh, different look. <laughs> Sensei tried their best to position themselves between all of the projectiles of death and destruction and uh, our, our lovely lady friend and her pupper, but they were not taking direction well. We had to put the pupper to sleep towards the early part of, of the encounter just to keep it from trying to nom-nom us. Uh, and then uh, towards the end of the fight, Sensei literally killed a motherfucker with another motherfucker with then that was just epic and, and and yeah it was it was a lot of fun um delirious we kept one of them alive for interrogation all of the other ones i believe have been mercilessly slaughtered and um we uh we healed everybody up and we uh including we were working on the uh the, the pop out towards the end of the fight not to discredit this it didn't help much but it you know Points for trying. Uh, Masudo showed up on the scene carrying, um, well, uh, carrying Sensei's weapons, although Tegan's weapon just kind of summoned right into his hand. So, you know, that was nice. Um, but uh, Masudo dropped off um, 
uh, Sensei's weapons and then uh, got into the, the fray a little bit as well. So um, I think that's everything in a very disjointed, discombobulated way. Yeah, that was not at all in order. <laughs> if you guys want to, like, all that stuff happened, but please listen to the episode if you want to know the proper order of events. <laughs> that was that was the worst recap order you could have given it in. <laughs> I live to please. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Alrighty then, well, picking up where we left off, you guys are uh, cleaning up from the battle. Uh, Tegan had choked out the cleric before uh, Letty's paralysis wore off, so that he wasn't a problem. Uh, as you guys are sort of cleaning up after the fact and uh, getting ready to, I don't know, do whatever you're doing, uh, Masuru heads back to the cart just to make sure that somebody's watching y'all's stuff. And uh, we are good to continue from here. What do you? What are your guys' plans? What are you doing? Okay, after the battle and everything, I'm gonna make sure to loot everything and everything. You everything. sound far away. Get closer to your mic. <laughs> do not make I'm editing harder for me. Literally right here next to the mic. Oof. Like I said, I had to find a new headset because I can't find my uh, my old ones after the move. Aww. I don't know why you sounded so far away suddenly. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, let me adjust the volume a little. Maybe that'll help. Was, trust me, it's these new. It's this other set of headsets I have right now. They're pretty cheap. Oh, okay. All right, then carry on. You said looting. Yes, ma'am. Loot the corpses. Already one second. It's going to be a. Okay, that is going to be low. That's a nine. Nine. Uh, they they have uh they have some gold between them. Uh, maybe amounts to just while while you're searching through bodies. Is he the is he the only one searching or? Sensei is focusing on healing the papo and making sure that our lovely lady is uh not harmed. Okay, uh, Tegan. It's usually you... me, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and, Tegan, I know you are dealing with unconscious cleric and also still ble- also still bleeding Haven. What are you are, are you planning on looting corpses or? I was gonna search the dude and then tie him up with rope. Roger that. Like... Roll me investigation. Investigation. Okay. Uh, between the the bodies and stuff that that you begin looting, Alexi, I want to say you found maybe. Uh, 30 silver, 16 copper, and 2 gold pieces as far as money is concerned. Uh, on the wizards, they have, uh, one wizard has 2 scrolls of magic missile. Scrolls of magic missile? Yep, and then the, the other wizard, uh, has a, a glowing orangish-red potion. Glowing orangish-red potion. And what did you roll, Shane? Thirteen. Thirteen? Uh, this uh, cleric has three minor healing potions on him. I'll take those. And a small amulet, which is you, with, with just a cursory look, you can tell is magic. 
and I'm going to slip that around my neck. Okay. And as you guys are looting, as uh, Haven is looking at his own wounds and going, huh, and he's looking at the the snow beast, he's like, well, I'm still bleeding, and it's still bleeding. Anyone got any ideas? I believe we had uh, discussed last session that it was probably some kind of poison. Uh, Sensei was going to go ahead and uh, try to identify the poison, see what what we could do to uh, to treat it with what Sensei has on hand. That is true. Uh, though, depending on how Alexi feels, considering Alexi was told prior, you may not have to roll very hard for it. Okay. So, medicine? Yep, roll medicine. Alrighty. Alexi, are you sharing any information that you learned from the fight? Uh, if there's any information that would have been during the fight last time, I would have already given it to people. Uh, you most certainly did not. I don't, I don't remember any intel. This is why we take notes, fools. Did I got, like, once again, I'm circling back to it. I bought you guys campaign journals. <laughs> You forget that I'm still moving still moving in, and I'm still um, looking for stuff. I know. <laughs> Make my life difficult. So without the aid of the extra intel, um, since I got a 22. Uh, that's good enough. Uh, there's some sort of, uh, it's not a common poison, but it's it's got some sort of anticoagulant in it. Like, that's, that's why they're still bleeding. <laughs> Okay. Um... There are certain poisons that are healing magic resistant that would cause those. Ah, jeez. I don't have anything to help with coagulation specifically. Um, I only have stuff that'll help increase metabolism to try to work it out a little bit faster, but that's not going to stop this for now. And if I increase metabolism, that increases heart rate, which is going to cause it to bleed more, which is only going to cause more damage. Uh, uh. While, while Sensei is sorting through through their herbs pouch, uh, literally, with zero hesitation, Haven puts his hand over, over the wound on his arm, and you hear, like, a small noise, and suddenly he's burned his wound shut. <laughs> yeah. Cauterizing... Not always the greatest solution. Long term. Uh, yeah, and uh, after he does that, he's like, well, I'm done bleeding. Though for, po- for poachers, these guys were pretty well equipped. Not this... well-equipped enough, obviously. Oh, yeah, I mean, look at who they're fighting. As, uh, he, he like, takes a little moment, almost to show off and flexes a little. <laughs> With the sun above him at the right angle. Oh, no. <laughs> Hair in the wind. 
Well, obviously they weren't prepared for us, but I mean, like, is it normal for poachers and Lamastis to be this well equipped for something like this? Something I would know. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> you can most certainly try, but <laughs> no. Got a got a question. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, we're currently in a forest, right? Yep. And what's what season is it? Uh, early autumn. Early autumn. I mean, like early, early autumn. It might okay. even still qualify as late summer. Okay, good. Uh, Sensei is going to look for leopard's bane specifically. It's usually found in grassland environments, but it's good for dealing with poison that's been uh, um, that animals are dealing with, like animals that have been poisoned. Going to look for that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you going to tell anyone that's what you're looking for? Uh, yes. I just wanted to let you know what I was planning on doing. All right. Go okay. ahead. Uh, Sensei will turn to the lady and just kind of loudly say this so that way everybody can hear. Um, While I don't have any in my current stocks, I do believe that leopard spain, which is a common um, plant that grows throughout summer um, in grassier areas, uh, should be able to assist. What was that? What was what? Yeah. I don't know. It sounded like something was sawing. That was weird. Oh, that was me. I muted to clear my throat, but you're like a room away from me, homie. Oh, jeez. Sorry, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> Shane, shut up. <laughs> if anything, uh, I'm glad you're doing better. <laughs> yeah, don't don't live with your friends, folks. They're so mean to me. <laughs> um. If you all will hold off on causing additional damage, I will go and seek out this plant. I believe that I can use its effects with some magical augmentation to help deal with the poison's effects. Well, I and uh, as uh, Haven speaks up, he's like, well, I had no plans on hitting the beast, but I'll keep an eye on him. I don't really, I don't really know anything about plants, so I don't imagine I'd be much much help. It is greatly appreciated. I will return in just a, a few moments, I imagine, depending on how long it takes to find said plant. And Haven looks at Tegan and goes, "Weren't you like a mountain hobo? Isn't that what they call you? Shouldn't you be going with him?" I mean. Yes, but I'm not very good at things. So, I mean, I can certainly go with him. But, well, here, if I go do that, will you watch this dude? Like, the wizard that I just tied up? Oh, the uh, the cleric, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll watch him. Oh, okay. Because, like, while Tegan's talking to Haven, he's, like, crouched down, just, like, Deadass staring, the tied up cleric. Okay. All right, if you're sure, I'll I'll go with him. You know what's even what, what's what the image that I have in my head when you said you were just kind of crouched down, looking right at him. 
is uh, that guy looking back at you and then Letty just kind of peering from behind he's you. He's unconscious. He's unconscious. <laughs> but it'd be it like the, great omi- image, the ominous with the JoJo shaking. Just yeah. <laughs> Grounded. Grounded. How dare you make JoJo jokes in this podcast? Look, I've been watching a lot of it lately, okay? <laughs> I'm the only one who makes JoJo jokes around here. Anyway. He's like, yeah. Like, he's like, I just, he was like, I would recommend getting back before he wakes up. All right, then. Just kind of pops to it and starts following his sensei. So, uh, Lexi, what are you doing? After I check everything, yeah, after I check everybody and everything else, I'm going to go through... Uh, yeah, searching. I didn't find anything other than the gold, the two scrolls, and then the potion. I would make sure everybody's alright. Sensei said that he was going to go look for, uh, the correct plants and stuff to help out with the, uh, yeah. with the points and stuff they used. Um, since that's the case, we're just waiting, uh, waiting. Yeah, I would just be waiting right now. Okay, you're just waiting. All right, uh, Sensei Tegan, roll me some survival checks. You got it. Ooh, okay, not bad, not bad. Uh, I got a nine. Nineteen for Sensei. <laughs> and I got a nine. Uh, Tegan got distracted by a cool-looking mushroom. <laughs> uh, and you got a 19 yeah it takes you a bit of scrounging around uh it seems the 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 in the the blast of cold that came from the snow beast has uh started wilting a lot of plants around the area but it it does take you uh so it takes you about maybe 10, 15 minutes to find what you're looking for. There's a small amount of it, but it should be enough. All right. Since they will go ahead and harvest it up. Uh, um, Shane, evens or odds? Oh, no. Yes, it goes. Even. Okay. While you're checking out this really cool mushroom, uh, it suddenly starts moving. Like, are are we saying moving, like, in a shuddering, like, slow movement? Does it just jolt to the side, like, three feet? What are well, we talking about? It's, it's moving centimeter by centimeter. Sensei. Sensei. <laughs> oh, yes, Tegan. I have found what we are looking for. We can return. Suddenly the mushroom has stopped moving. Sensei, come here. Come here. Look, look at this shit. This, well, what color is the mushroom? Or is it? does it have spots on it? Is it just one solid color on top? It's it's like a, a, a sort of like, like a toasted marshmallow cover, color, and it's got like bumps. But it's like a, it's a round mushroom cap. Round mushroom cap. Okay. Sensei, look at this weird looking mushroom I don't know how to put this but do you know what this is 
Uh, just a moment, good Sagan. As soon as I finish harvesting this uh, leopard's bane, I'll be right over there, and I will be happy to share my expertise in the matter with you. Just, just a few more moments. The mushroom is moving again. Say it moves, like, left or right or back or forward. Tegan is keeping the same distance, but, like, Crouch just slowly moving with it. <laughs> as, uh, as you're doing this, moments later, Sensei, you turn around and you witness him sort of hermit crabbing after this little mushroom. <laughs> Uh, Tegan, I, I, I did mention that I, I'd found the leopard spain. No need to be, uh, searching further. Um, it's a strange posture that you have for searching, but I'll not question that. Uh, but we can go now. What was it that you wanted to show me? It, it, it's this, th this mushroom that's in front of me. It stopped moving again. So Sensei will come over and look. Sensei see the mushroom? Uh, yeah, it's a mushroom. No. Ah. Uh, well, I can see uh, a mushroom here. Um, since it's going to go ahead and uh, try to figure out what kind of mushroom it is. Uh, roll me a nature check. Nature. 14 total. You've never seen a mushroom like this in your entire programmed existence. <laughs> you got nothing. Okay. Ah. Well, um, while it may not be the most useful of information, I do not have this particular species of fungi in my recorded database. Uh, it, that seems to be uh, pretty interesting, as I believe that was programmed with almost all naturally occurring uh, flora that uh, appears in Lamastus. Um, maybe you have found a, uh, a, a new species of mushroom there. Uh, get Tegan. Tegan, while still dead-ass staring at the mushroom, glances up at Sensei. It was moving. Like, looking oh. bewildered at the same time. Ah, well, I mean, many plants move with the passing of wind and the settling of the earth. Perhaps that could be it. No, 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 hands up, like shaking, just, that, that's not what I'm talking about. Whenever, it, it's different than watching, like, trees just move in the wind and whatnot. No, 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 this was moving, like, I was going side to side and back and forth with this thing, and then it stopped whenever you came over here. Well, it does not appear to have any means of mobility. It seems to be firmly ensconced. Um, are you are you sure that you were able to see it move? It, it, if it was moving of its own volition, um, that would put into a category of, of other similar magical flora. Um, how oh, how was... How was... Oh, God, no. I'm, I'm going to grab it. <laughs> Are you just pulling it out of the ground right now? It, like, coming from the right to the left swiftly to try and, like, snatch it up and pull it out. Oh, roll me decks. 
13. Okay, let's see. As you, uh, as you, as your hand sort of closes in on it, uh, from one angle, it starts moving again suddenly, and you just swipe it up with the other hand, and very quickly, as you, as you yank it out of the ground, this is not a mushroom. This is a small little sprite that's wearing a mushroom as a hat. Oh no. And it sort of just, it it peeps whenever, when you pick it up peeps as in like just goes like peep or like peep as in like a screaming high pitched like no it's just just a little like beep noise does it match the description that we were given of the those little magic eater things does it look like the thing that was in the box it does not oh thank goodness okay it's uh when you pull it out after you you pull it uh, upwards you can see its lower extremities which were rooted in into the ground from the angles you guys were looking at it, it looked just like a mushroom. But once you pulled it out of the ground, uh, from where it's uh, its its face is a, a, a pale whitish, and it sort of blends into like pink and red at near the ends of its limbs. Good taken. I, I do believe that happens to be not be a mushroom at all. Taken is. <laughs> Holding it in my hand. Whenever it... Well, seeing that he said, does it peep right before he says that or afterwards? Just, just to clarify. I believe want to say before. Before. Before, okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't really think this is a mushroom, uh, Sensei. And then just, like, holding it up and kind of shaking it to show and it continues to peep more sporadically now. <laughs> is it peeping in any sort of like like a language and it's just coming out sounding like a peep because we're not listening close enough or is it just legit a peep? It's just a peep. Okay. Um good taken. Uh this one would uh recommend that um there's a good chance that you are assaulting a sentient creature. Um, perhaps handle it a little bit more gently? Oh. Turns it back towards me. I'm sorry, little buddy. And like, I guess like, boops it with my other hand. Uh, as you go to boop it, it nips your finger. Oh, mother. well you you know what then i i am sorry to have bothered you and just kind of sits them back down on the ground (laughs) as as you do it sort of shakes off the door it shakes off the dirt flutters its uh wings a little bit uh, and looks up at you, and it, now it is it is peeping in irritation. You don't know what it means, but you can tell that it is, in a way, scolding you, just from its little posture. Um, Sensei will uh, kind of attune with Shrubby and uh, get some um, whatever the berry of the day uh, that Shrubby decides to grow. Um, and then kind of hold one out 
uh, to the, the tiny little sprite. You get a little strawberry. Strawberries, excellent. As uh, as you hand it to, to the sprite, uh, it very quick it hesitantly takes it, and then as soon as it takes it, it starts just chomping on it. Um, while the uh, sprite is, is chomping on the strawberry, Sensei's uh, going to go ahead and uh, extend some of the, uh, the vines down uh, their arm and uh, create uh, kind of a little like a, a flower staircase um, all the way leading from the ground up to, uh, to Sensei's shoulder. Um, so since I'll have to, you know, obviously, you know, already bending down to, to hand the, uh, the strawberry. So since it's just going to kind of hold position and kind of create that all the way up to, to, a sh to the shoulder. As, uh, I, as you have now fed this tiny little sprite, it is less hesitant to interact with you as it climbs up and just sits on the shrub, stuffing its little face. Uh, Gatekin, I, I do believe uh, this small uh, sprite is not hostile. Looks fitting on you. With your plant, you know, machine body already. It's fitting. Um, well, th this one does not understand the aesthetics to which you are describing, but this one did feel it to be the most comforting uh, setting so that this one may be able to converse with it. Um, well, I just don't really think it was going to talk to me. <laughs> well, you did not seem to be approaching the situation terribly diplomatically, good taken. Not to say that you were in error. You, you did detect the small sprite, but your handling was rough. I could see that. But at the same time, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was just a mushroom. Now, the, it... whole sh the whole shaking part, yes, I will agree with you on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sensei will turn their head over to the uh, to the shrubby, just kind of sitting in Namen, and, and, and wait until the, uh, the little sprite had finished eating um and then uh sensei is going to go ahead and, and just kind of ask the sprite hello this one is known as sensei the special envoy non-denominational spiritually encouraging individual what is your name take it to the background going yes because you said it fully <laughs> <laughs> Tegan derives such satisfaction from the introductions. <laughs> uh, the the tiny sprite just peeps at you again. Does Sensei have any idea um, about what that means? Nope. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, I wish Sensei had language algorithms. Um... Can I roll to try to at least 
based off of the tone of the peeps and the sprite's body language, try to intuit um, at least in an affirmative, negative, you know, just kind of a, yeah, a general roll me, roll me insight. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, that's going to be a 26. I rolled a 19. Hot damn. I'm going to make this little sprite my friend. <laughs> uh, it's it's not hostile anyway. It kind of seems like it's carrying on a one-sided situation. It is not aware from that you cannot understand it. I'm just it gonna is, sound... It's almost just happy peeping and babbling. Okay. This is a little bit of stretch, but can Shrubby understand the sprite? Um, I mean, it hasn't, like, tossed the sprite off or anything. Right. But Sensei is connected through the magical circuits with Shrubby. Shrubby. Shrubby, <laughs> Shrubby does not understand. It is, it is very just tonal right now. Well, right, but I'm just, I'm just seeing it because, because Shrubby communicated a little bit with like the flower, the changing flowers, with the colors and, and everything like, you know, they can doing that, which was a very different way of communicating. I was just wondering if the Sprite was able to communicate with Shrubby. Just, I was wondering about that. You, uh... It's a good question, but for the time being, there is exactly zero comprehension going on between the group of you. Okay. Um, okay. Um, you said it's just kind of carrying on a conversation. It's not hostile. All right. Um, well... I, I do apologize. This one's language routines uh, is not sufficient to fully understand what you are saying. Um, I want to, though. I would like to get to know you more. Uh, do you know any other languages that we might be able to speak in? Uh, after a moment, it just shakes its head. And ah. just goes back to eating more strawberries. Okay. Um, well, you are welcome to the berries and uh, and the perch for as long as you would like. It is always nice to make new acquaintances. So since they go ahead and gently stand up and uh, turn to Taken and uh, say... We should probably not delay further. The uh, beast friend um, should be treated as soon as possible. Let's go. Uh, so uh, heading back to the beastie. What what exactly is it again? What, what do we call it? Yeah, you guys have been calling it the snow beast. <laughs> I've been calling it the ice pupper, but uh, yeah, I me. Well, we know where your brain is at. <laughs> We've already established that in any situation we will just be like puppy, puppy, puppy. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, as you guys return uh, from the tree line, uh, they all the the bodies have been looted. Uh, they've just been waiting patiently. Uh, Beth has removed uh, the shawl that she had around uh, her dark brown hair and is basically using it to try to like slow the bleeding. Uh, mm-hmm. As the as the snow beast is sleeping, uh, Alexi, you see them coming back out of the tree line. Uh, sensei has uh, their hands full of herbs. Did you find them that you were looking for out there? Indeed, Indeed. I did, Alexi. Uh, if you'll just give me a few moments, I will prepare the herbs into a suitable remedy. I believe we don't need the beast to take it orally. I should be able to apply it externally to the affected areas, but uh, once it is awake, a small uh, dosage should be imbibed orally to help with cleansing the internal organs and the blood of the poison. It will need to neutralize anything that is infiltrated further into the beast. And and what else did you find? Uh, Haven is most certainly staring at the sprite. As he goes, uh, what you got there, Sensei? Ah, I happen to make the acquaintance of a forest-dwelling sprite. Unfortunately, I do not speak its language and cannot understand it, but it seems to be quite friendly and fond of berries. Uh, This one, as a means of getting acquainted with it, offered it a perch to sit whilst I prepare the medicine. Perhaps by watching me in action, it may find a way to communicate with us. And since you go ahead and get get started. Okay, as he's doing that, I'm going to get the ritual ready for Copperhead language. Go ahead. That's gonna uh, make sure if I'm correct. It should take. No, it's just that. It's just one action. Lasts about one hour. Divination. Uh, now I can under. Uh, I can understand liter- uh I can understand and any spoken language to me that I hear. Okay, so uh, as as you're you're getting that ready. Uh... Literally, uh, Haven's sort of just, like, watching you get everything ready for it, and he's like, so, how many times have you casted this before? About probably three times in my life. And it worked, every single time. Well, the first two times it was as a, jo- uh, it was as a joke to, uh, to, to all the other kids back in, in my town because I didn't really want to talk to them so I made the gesture of not really understanding what they were saying. I I assume that this is something that other people on the material plane find funny. I thought it was funny. Pretty uh. Miss Swan. <laughs> Oh, no, no. (laughs) Shush. So, you really think it's going to work on that? 
Probably. What do we do if it doesn't? Then I guess we're playing charades. Uh, Haven just sort of sits. He seems a little annoyed as he's just staring at the sprite. Unless you understand, uh, Sylph. Oh, I have no idea what it's saying. <laughs> I just don't trust it. Wait, why don't you trust it? For the exact reason why most people don't trust me. Fay are tricky. I can understand that statement. I have no comment over here shaking hands with one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As uh, as Sensei is done preparing the medicine and starts applying it to the snow beast, and you just and you finish with your spell. Uh, after a little bit, as soon as the the spell casts and sort of falls over you, uh, suddenly the sprite is now looking at you. Good evening, little one. What's your name? And uh, it takes a moment, but a look of realization goes over its face, and it goes, Oh, you can understand me? Yes, I can. That's really cool. And as the the sprite is sort of teeth standing up now, dusting the little bits of strawberry that it's gotten all over itself off, he goes, Hi there. None of the other people here could understand me. It's a spell to actually understand you, uh, to actually understand you. But it should work for, it should work for a while. Well, that's good. I'm not really supposed to talk to humans. Oh, why is that? Because the lady said we shouldn't. What lady? The lady, you know. And it, after a moment, the sprite sort of just has like a little realization as they go, Oh, I guess you wouldn't know. This place is kind of weird. I'm talking about the Lady of Red Meadow. The Lady of Red Meadow? Uh, would that ring any bells in my in my ears or mine or anything like that? Roll me history. Alrighty. That's definitely going to be a no. That's that one. <laughs> oh, man. You are not sure. There's no place, uh, there's no place in Aeon called Red Meadow. Yeah. No place in Aeon called Red, Red Meadow. I'm going to ask uh, Haven and Tegan if they've ever heard of the Lady of Red Meadow. Haven just like shrugs. He's like, I don't know most places outside of the Abyss. Should I roll because of like the books that I read? Yeah, roll, roll yeah. me history. That's true. Okay. Can Sensei roll? to match it with any of the fey-based religions that Sensei's been programmed with? Yep, go ahead. Alright. I got a 24. No. Red Meadow is, uh, and this is definitely something that's been thought of, that's been before, that's that you've heard of before. Uh, Red Meadow is a fey plane. 
the Lady of Red Meadow is the archfey of that plane. Uh, there's a lot of uh, both friendly and sometimes occasionally vicious creatures that come from this meadow, but they're they're re- usually remarkably on the u- the neutral spec spectrum spectrum. If you don't mess with them, they won't fuck with you. Does Sensei know this with a fifteen on religion? Uh, you, you know that, that Red Meadow is a fae plane, you just wouldn't know much about the fae themselves. Okay. Uh, yes. So, the Red Meadow is actually a fae plane, Alexei, and, uh, the lady would be the arch of it. Overall, if I remember right, they're neutral-ish, from what I, from memory. Okay. And uh, the little sprite nods and goes, Yep, the lady's usually pretty nice as long as you're respectful. Hmm. But she usually doesn't want little ones like me talking to humans because they get ex- exploited. Is that the word? I can see. I can see how that's a thing. But I was okay. just minding my own business. Next thing you know, I'm here in the material plane. I'm not sure how it got here, though. I asked, uh, Haven, would the, would the door that you came through somewhat have anything that uh, would have any chance at opening up other doors to different realms at the same time? Haven stops, and you see his, his brow sort of furrow as he goes, I mean, there's a chance when he slammed the, the, the door to the house shut, and it unleashed that wave of wild magic, some other stuff might have opened. And we got kobolds all the way from the northern continent. We did also deal with the... I believe she was called the Fang Mother? The giant fey snake that tried to kill us? When you say that, the little sprite shivers and goes, You met someone from the Plane of Infinite Night! Lots of bad fey live there. Sensei, of course, hears nothing but peeps. <laughs> I hate not being part of this conversation. <laughs> okay. Another thing on my list to, uh, to complain about already. Just like adding onto the list of things to just fucking yell at uh, Odwin about. Oh, yes, 100%. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to ask what your name was, little one. Well, my name, I don't have one yet. I'm still little. And Red Meadow, we don't get our name until we get our job, I guess. Everyone gets a job in Red Meadow where you're supposed to do something. It's like you you help with nature, you help with animals. I didn't get one yet. And then the lady picks our name. Oh, it works a little bit different out here. Uh, 
What does the uh, sprite look like? Uh, itself, the sprite is uh, white from about its head to halfway down its torso, and then like on its its limbs, it fades from white to pink to to red and like an ombre. So it's it's the tips of its hands and its feet are red, but uh, other than that, with this little mushroom cap, if it turns its head, uh, it just looks like a little mushroom. What? Uh, what color is the mushroom? Yeah, it looks like toasted marshmallows. It is like a, a white and brown. Okay. Um. Uh, hmm. It'll be kind of weird just calling you little one right now and all that stuff. Trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. And as you're as you're thinking, it suddenly leans off of the shrub and goes, "You have a fish." As it flutters over and is now looking at a spot in your little glass jar. Yeah. <laughs> We don't have fish this small in the Red Meadow. They're big. Note to self, do not swim in Red Meadow. Oh, 100%. <laughs> uh, as you guys are, are having a little bit of fun and you're patching up the, uh, the snow beast, and yes, the, the, the herbs that you have found, they're definitely helping. Uh, roll me medicine. Will do. Um, points of uh, just clarification. Leopard's Bane is both a poison and its own antidote in the uh, in the fantasy lore. Um, so I have to be extraordinarily careful with the dosage or else I'm actually going to cause more damage to this thing. Um, That's why I'm still making you roll a medicine check. I know, but the you know, the our, our viewers may not have known. Yep, nope, that's what I was about to say. Is that's why, just clarifying, that's why I'm still making you roll it, so continue. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, uh, to med okay, 19. 19, yeah, that's enough. Uh, you managed to, to get the dosage uh, pretty well. Uh, it, the bleeding has stopped, and it seems that the creature is sleeping more comfortably now. Uh, as, as the, 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 the group sort of breathes a little bit of a sigh of relief, uh, you guys hear groaning as the cleric is suddenly waking up. Oh, Tegan, Letty, that's your cue. Uh, I was going to say, I uh, jump ahead. over towards him being like, hello there, sliding in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you, you jump over there and Haven just sort of chuckles. And goes, well, look who's finally awake. As the, the cleric sort of blinks and uh, just a moment as uh, consciousness is returning and it, the blur and his vision clears up and he sees Tegan and his sort of gaze just jumps to the rest of you as he is now pushing himself back in the dirt to like move a, a little bit away from you. Oh, no. Goes uh, reaches to grab his foot and hold him. As soon as you grab him, uh, 
and Haven stands up. He goes, ah, God, son of a, stay away from me. Like he's going towards Haven, or Haven's. Just well, no. Standing. As you grab between you grabbing his foot to keep him from scooting away further, and Haven standing up. Okay. So Haven got scared. Was that in character? No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, uh, any, anyone else doing anything before Tegan and Haven horrify this man? I think at this point, Tegan is our dedicated interrogator. <laughs> yeah, right now, I'm, I'm focused on the sprite. As, uh... As uh, Haven uh, Haven steps over and the cl the cleric's just like stay away from me, and uh, he is going to attempt to kick Tegan real quick. Let's see, if that works. Oh, he rolled a six. He's most he most certainly missed. As he he I, tries to kick Tegan and misses. Can I reflex punch him in the face? <laughs> uh, you know what? Go for it. It's either... Well, I have my other hand for you. Yeah, I know. So if I were to roll for it... Uh, I, I mean, dex or strength. I, you, you would strike me as a character who knows how to dex punch. Yeah, so with dex, I got a 17. Yeah, so as uh, as he goes to to like curl away and, and kick at you, as soon as he you like move your head over to uh, so he misses, and as soon as you do, you you pull him for towards you in the dirt while you're holding his ankle. You pull him enough close enough so that you could just do a quick jab in the face and punch him. And he's just like, ah, oh, son of a bitch, as he's as he's now bleeding from his nose. And then. Okay, so he kicks, I punch. Can I then, like, just kind of jump to sit on top of his chest and, like, hold him down that way? Uh, yeah. Well, I won't make you roll anything right away on this, but we will we will come back to it. Okay. Okay, so as soon as you, like, sit, you sit on him, uh, basically forcing him to stop moving, do you have anything to say? Well, 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 look who's awake now. We're going to have some questions to be answered, my good friend. And uh, he he just sort of, he just sneers at you and then uh, looks back at Haven and then you and he goes, you know what, I'll, I'll answer anything you want as long as you keep your pet away from me. Punches him again. <laughs> Do not say that. <laughs> he is not a pet. Oh, damn, you're just, like, beating the shit out of this guy. <laughs> Roll me again. Roll me again, a dex punch. I mean, he's it's not going to be a difficult punch, but still. I got an 11 on that one. Yeah, it still hits. Like I said, you're, you're on top of him, so it's not as difficult as you hit him again. <clears throat> Manners, good sir. And, uh... 
as he, uh, like, as he, like, spits a little bit and goes, What the hell do you want? First off, why don't you tell me why, you are, why exactly you are here? And if you are poachers, which I believe you are, who hired you? Uh, roll me persuasion. Actually, no. Roll me intimidation. There it is. I got a six. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, we were counting on you, Tegan. <laughs> and then uh, he he literally goes, hold on, let's, let's see. Evens or odds? Tegan? Flipping the coin. Odds on this one. Okay. Uh, as he literally, as uh, as you say that, he goes, why don't you kiss my ass? And uh, Haven, Haven <laughs> steps over behind him, setting his heel on uh, on it, on the, uh, or not his heel, uh, the, the front of his foot on the man's shoulder as he pulls out his claymore and he's like, he's like, I don't know what god you worship, but you better start praying. <laughs> and as, as he does this, the, uh, the uh, cleric goes, Whoa, no, 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 fine, fine, shit, I'll tell you something. That's much better. Now spit it out. It's like, I, I, I was hired by the local lord to capture anything, any creatures that came in the area. Any creatures? Because this is glances over at the snow pupper. This is a pretty big creature. So are you hunting literally any and all? Anything that was created by the wild magic. If it's here, it belongs to his lordship. What you think, Haven? Oh, he's... He's too afraid to be lying to us right now. Though, if we scare him any more, you might want to stand up before he pisses himself. And I could just hit him again. No, I'm telling the truth. Alright. And what's this fancy amulet that you were wearing? As I dangle it in front of his face. It's... It's a sending stone. And what does that do? Do, are you asking me the DM, or are you asking a character? I'm asking him. <laughs> it's like, it it lets you talk to people from far away? Is it a direct indirect contact with this lordship that you're talking about? Or is it anybody? Well, not, not Lord Trace himself, but his sister. She handles all the day-to-day -day stuff. I do believe I'm going to keep this for a time being. And, hey, uh, hey, uh, uh, I was going to yell at Alexi. Hey, Alexi, would you like to come talk to this guy while he's speaking up? As I'm walking, uh, as I'm walking, uh, I, I say to the uh, fairy, 
Give me one moment and I'll be right back. And she just like nods at you and then goes back to eating. Okay, so it is a she. Sweet, awesome. Because <laughs> I was about to give a horrible, horrible name. Yeah, it was a little hard to tell at first, but you you've you've gathered the nuance. Okay. As Alexia is walking over. So this guy says that he's been hired by a local lord, and this little necklace here is connected to his sister, who is the one in charge of filing the missions. And he's supposed to be hunting magical creatures from the rift that occurred. Wow, that is a pretty hefty ordeal that he's doing. And just make sure before anything else, before we, we get get down to the brass taxes of everything, um, would you happen to work for a guild? No, I'm just one of the locals. Mm-hmm. A local, a local doing jo- doing a job for a lord and. Isn't even really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Certified? Yep. Yeah, certified, certified. Licensed, I guess is actually what you mean. Yeah, licensed. Or anything else like that. So he sounds expendable. And Haven, Haven just sort of smiles and I was like, well, yeah, isn't that the purpose? Sending some of these fools after creatures they don't even understand? And at this point, from, from the bushes, Letty comes out, and she's dragging uh, uh, a stag. And she's like, hey, guys, I found lunch. Oh, my gosh. I don't she... know if I love Letty this episode yet. <laughs> and she's dragging it, and she meets eyes with the cleric, and she goes, oh, hey, he's awake. Do you want me to paralyze him again? Not right now, please. <laughs> Well, hold on, Letty. That might be just something we might um, we might need pretty soon. Alrighty, now. Seeing it as you like your uh, your lord, do we ever get the lord's name? Taken. God damn it! I did not write it down. Uh, he did say it was Lord Trace. I will allow you a reminder. Lord Trace. All right, sweet. Uh, any. Uh, I, uh, any information I would probably have on Lord Trace? Uh, well, uh, roll me history and I will tell you how much. Alright, please don't fail me this time, guys. That will be a 19. Okay. Uh, Lord Armiston Trace, uh, is, uh, is one of the, El- like, uh, the Trace family is one of the Elven families. Uh, they're Wood Elves. And, uh, he was someone who was who took a path of non-involvement in the war. Uh, it was said that he made uh, several surveys of of certain battlefields afterwards, and uh, he it seemed like he had for a time piqued an interest in the war, but he never did anything about it. He never really gotten involved. Uh, he's the current head of the family. so uh, but it's also also, he hasn't been even even just before you were enlisted as an advisor. He hasn't been seen uh, outside his keep in a while, 
most of the most of the day day to day stuff has been handled by his sister. By his sister, you kind of cut off. Yeah, by his sister. Sorry, I was taking some taking a drink of water. All right, yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that's what you're saying. And what about his sister? Okay, putting the the names. Uh, his sister Anathalie, uh she is in the nicest, politest, politest way possible, a stone cold bitch. <laughs> she's never been. She's never been nice to any of the human, the human noble families. She vaguely listens to the royal family. Uh, she does. Uh, like she does just enough to to get away with uh, without being tried for treason. But uh, she's very much not interested in, in, in anyone else's problems. Her her whole thing is like she studies she studies nature and she studies magic and uh, humans can fuck off. Hmm. Humans can fuck off. Well, <laughs> and this and the cleric is a half elf or full, uh, or full elf. He's a half elf. Which would explain why he's being treated as expendable. Yeah. Well, it seems to me you have two options right now. Uh, what is your name, good sir? Uh, Heron. Heron, Heron, Heron. Well, it seems to me we have two options, good uh, Heron. We could put you in jail, but then somehow 100% that your uh, lord... Your lord might find out, and his sister, and we all know how she doesn't care about uh, care about me or y- me or you. And, and he has out to silence you. He hesitates a little bit and goes, "What? What's my other option?" Well, your other option is, and I look, I I, I look over at hey. Uh, Hey, I look over at Haven uh, and, and uh, give him a wink. Hopefully, Haven will understand what that means. Uh, understand close to what that means. Uh, he sets a hand on the claymore, just like looking at you. He. he... <laughs> we could just end. Uh, uh, we could just end your life right now. Or, or we could come up with another option. What's what's option number three? Well, option number three is you tell me everything else that is going on, and we might, heavy might, just let you uh, let you live with your life because the other two options aren't really good options to begin with for you. And and Haven Haven just frowns and goes, and I'm really leaning towards option number two. <laughs> uh, roll me intimidation, with advantage. Alrighty, you get the advantage. Go go go. All right, that's still good for the first one, and the second one is crap, but we got advantage, so we're taking the first one. So that's gonna be a twenty-one. Oh no. And he swallows and he goes, "If if you let me sit up, I'll I'll, I'll start telling you stuff." Alrighty, 
Um, I'm gonna leave that in charge. I'm gonna leave all that information in charge with Tegan, Letty, and Haven to get all that information out of him. I As you say to- that, Letty looks up and she was like, "But I have to prepare the deer." You know what? You got a good point there, Letty. Uh, Sensei, are you busy at the moment? This one is just making sure that our beast friend here is recovering well and stays content while you all conduct what business needs to be conducted. I thought you might like to hear all the crimes and stuff that this man is going to be, uh, that this man is going to be confessing to. This one is usually very enthusiastic to dispense justice. Um, but the treatment of a patient does, of course, come first. This one mm-hmm. is programmed to make sure that it takes care of the denizens of Lamastus as its top priority. That is true, and that is a good thing. So I'm going to leave this uh, in charge of Tegan and Haven real quick. Please, Tegan, try to keep uh, make sure you get all, all of this down. You too, you too as well, Haven. I mean, I'll remember it plenty, but I'm I'm promising you there's probably some things that I'm not going to get. <laughs> uh, what are you doing while while he's about to start confessing? Well, I got a short period of time with uh, this spell for me to understand the fairy and everything else, so I'm trying to get. You're all... going back. Yeah, I'm going back. All right, Tegan, what are you doing for in this interrogation? All right, buddy. As I start to get up off of him, I circle around the back and help him sit up as he requested. Haven, on, please get sir, stand on the other side. Okay. And then, Mr. Heron, let us begin. Oh, what, what do you what What do you want to know? Like, what, where where should I start? Wherever you feel like. Well, uh, we were hired uh, after the rumors of wild magic began circulating and odd stuff started getting spotted. And we were supposed to capture and report any and all signs of wild magic to, to the Trace family. Um, so far we've got two displacer beasts, several odd creatures, um, some of them are sort of intelligent. What is this family doing with the ones that are captured? Well, I I don't know what happens to them after they get captured. We just, we just hand them over and they just take them from there, and we get paid. Is the pay well? Uh, it's pretty good. It keeps us equipped. Pays for food and housing. You do this out of desperation? It's better than being the people... Look, I'm not, I'm not like a great person, but it's better than being one of the people that that are getting all their shit taken from them. 
and you haven't had any direct connections with the Lord. It's only the sister, correct? Well, uh, here's the the thing about that. There's a uh, rumor floating around that his lordship is not actually well. Every everyone's thinking that uh, Lady Anathalie is sort of just talking out of her ass. No one's actually seen him in months. Do you think that she's trying to take control of the family? I I think she's already taken control of the family. Like everyone just sort of does what she says because they then they're told that it's Lord Trace's orders. But I like I've never seen him. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So what's your deal with not liking my friend? He is a hellion. Like I I served in the war. I've seen them. They they don't care about human life. They don't care about elven life. They don't care about any life. Kind of looks up and stares at Haven. Is this how your other brothers and sisters are? Are you asking Haven that? Yes, I'm asking Haven that. And he just sort of shrugs and goes, Uh... Basically, some of them, some of them feel that if, as long as they're not the ones being tormented, they don't mind torturing other people. I couldn't give a shit. And I mean, this guy's right. I don't give a shit about his life. Well, I can see why you're hesitant against him. And I will apologize for punching you in the face on that part. And Haven and Haven goes, hey. And he, he's, he kicks uh, kicks you a little taken, just like a soft bump, and goes, that doesn't mean I don't care about your life. If you die, I'm going to be very upset. At you, specifically. Don't be that stupid. I'd be mad at you if you died, too. <laughs> I'm not going to die. I'm not like you. I'm not squishy. You know what? If you ever want to go around, just to, just to see, I, I'd, I'd obligate you on that, or I would oblige you on that. Sorry. <laughs> I think I think the one we have to worry about least is Sensei, and Haven <laughs> turns around and goes, "Yo, Alexi." Yes. Don't be stupid and die. Zero context. No. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, what? And then Haven turns and looks back at Tegan. He's like, see? Point made. Anyway. Well, Tegan's, Tegan's waving at Alexi. <laughs> so, yeah, I couldn't give a shit if this guy died. Well, I will say the sister and the lord do seem interesting. And it may be something for us to follow up on. Overall, how, how are things in the city? would you say, Aaron? Well, the, the city's uh, far north of here, but, I mean, it's kind of abysmal. 
like a, a lot of people are moving out of the city and the people that are still in the city are complaining about the people moving out of the city even though they're the reasons why are you doing this for yourself or do you have family well it's just me now what do you mean by that I had a brother. He was killed by dragons in the in like the first year of the war. A slight sigh. I'm sorry to hear of your loss. I'd rather be fighting Kyresians than more Hellions. That's to be sure. Okay. Do you have any personal grudges against the Kyresians? Well, I mean, they're dickheads for attacking us, but personally, no. Running out of things. Haven, do you have any questions you'd like to ask him? And he frowns at first and goes, the well, I mean, you asked a lot of the important ones. Does it matter what I ask him? No, but feel free to ask him whatever you'd like. All right, because he, he wouldn't lie to us now, wouldn't he? Turns back staring. Well, fair point, and even if he did, I'd know. And Haven crouches in front of him, and he goes, Hey, you look at me. And after after Heron flinches for a second, he looks him directly in the eyes and goes, Are you happy doing this shit? Uh, Heron sort of blinks for a moment, and, surprised, and goes, What? It's like, as Haven continues and goes, I don't know, just sir, doing this shit like this, attacking innocent creatures for money, does that make you happy? And Heron responds with, well, no, I just, I need the money. It's like, and uh, Haven just actually, zero hesitation, smacks him upside the head and goes, well, if you're not happy doing it, then why do it? I feel bad that this guy's just been randomly smacked a couple of times, but at the same time not. And Haven stops and goes, if we let you live, are you going to continue doing this? And Heron shanks, shakes his head, like, violently. He's like, nope, nope, not gonna do it again, never gonna do it. And Haven follows with, are you actually going to do something that makes you happy? And he just, he hesitates for a long moment and goes, I don't know. As uh, Haven frowns again, it's a deeper frown than earlier, and goes, you know, the dumb part about you guys being mortal is you have a limited time to do whatever you, whatever makes you happy. And you keep doing shit like this. So if we let you go, if we catch you doing shit like this again, or if you tell Lord Trace about us, I'm going to feed you your own teeth. 
But what do you say, friend? Tegan leaning in from behind. As he's sweating nervously, he goes, you know, you will most likely never see me again. I will definitely be leaving this area immediately. Sounds good to me, though. Are you in agreement, Haven? Uh, I guess it's acceptable. Do whatever I... you want. I've sort of lost interest up at this point. I am going to start unbinding him from the rope, and I'm going to hand him one of his healing potions that I took off of him. And I wish that you never... I wish that you did not lie to us, and I wish you the best. But you cannot leave before, um, if, unless you cannot leave in case any of the others have any questions first off. As he rubs his wrists and Letty is basic, Letty has made quick work of, un, of, under, of dressing down this deer as she has already removed, uh, she's removed the, the leather. She's already getting everything ready. As she looks and goes, she shouts over at Tegan and goes, Tegan, are you going to want any of this? Yes, please. Okay, but I want to make sure we keep one of the legs for the snow beast in case it wakes up. Bye bye, me, buddy. As uh, the cleric looks over at her and looks back at the group of you and goes, You. You guys are kind of weird, huh? I wouldn't say weird. Well, I but mean, we do we do have a flair to us. Uh, noble, uh, warforged, a monster hunter, a hellion, and an Arania. and then that that cat guy who was o over here before. Kind of just a weird bunch of you. Well, we did all end up meeting each other randomly. Well, I'll stick around a little, I guess, in case your other friends have questions. Oh, you don't have a choice. Well, I figured that. I'm just saying, I'm not going to put up a fight about it. Do you hear? And I'm just going to stay close to him, just in case. All right, what are your questions, uh, Alexi, for the sprite? Well, the main thing is, is like, since it, out of its fey realm and everything else, how has it been surviving on its own, pretty much? But it's a sprite. It can easily just scavenge and hide and stuff like that. Uh, I want to know what has the sprite seen as on on its journey through through the this, this realm. Well, since I've been here, um, I I saw the snow beast, of course, but I couldn't get near it because everything is so cold, and 
Red Meadow is really humid. But I I saw lots of soldiers. Uh, I, I, I saw an elf with very pretty hair and weird colored eyes. And I saw a uh, celestial. That was a little weird. Oh, I also saw, uh, whatchamacallit. I don't know what they're called. They're really big birds. And they make it storm? Really big bird that makes it storm? Mm-hmm. And it was going towards the beach. The Zapdos. Pretty sure it's not called a Zapdos. <laughs> you fucking nerds! Don't you bring Pokemon into this? You set up the stage, alright? Oh, <laughs> uh, we are too nerdy. Anywho, continue. Oh. Alrighty. So, do you have any ways or any no any knowledge of how to get back home? Nuh-uh. I mean, if I were older, I'd probably know that, but I'm so, uh, I'm still small. Hmm. Like, well, the older Fae know how to go back and forth. Oh, but I, I did hear from some other Fae that there's a forest on the other side of this place that's, like, protected by magic and stuff, so I was gonna head that way. And then, as, as the sprite turns her head and looks at Tegan, you're like, but that one wouldn't stop following me. Hmm. Tegan not knowing what it's saying, just glaring at it. <laughs> yeah, I understand, and I do apologize for being for you being startled about that. Well, also, what's wrong with him, by the way? I wouldn't even begin to know what the oh, how to diagnose that that. No, no, not what he did. Like, lots, lots of humans do stuff like that. But, like, well, I mean, not just, like, humans. Like, people on the material plane that are not used to my kind. Like, we're, we're taught to expect weird reactions, but, like, there's something wrong with him. Like, wrong, wrong with him. Like, the way he exists. What do you mean? Like, if you look at him, you see an elf, right? Yes. That's wrong. You, I see an elf, you see an elf, but I'm telling you that's wrong. Something's wrong with his magic. Something's wrong with his magic? Yeah. He doesn't have elf magic. It's weird magic. Hmm. Well, I think that's how he was raised, to learn a different type of magic. No, that's not it. Like, magic is magic how you're taught, but, like, it doesn't change where your magic comes from. Like, I'm a fae, and most, most elves have fae lineage, so they, they have a sort of fae magic, and I can sense that. 
He doesn't have that. No, I think that's a question you should ask him. No, I can't ask him. Well, I understand that. That's not a problem, though. You can ask him that later, and he'll be probably be able to answer that. But that's something that's not my that's not my problem. And if he doesn't want to talk about that, that's none of my, um, that's not me to be asking asking myself either. But the problem right now is making sure you're all right. So. Well, I mean, I don't think he would have even saw me if he didn't have something weird about his magic. <laughs> anyway, I can usually go unnoticed, like I say, most people that look at me, when she tilts her head to show her little mushroom hat, she goes, most people that look at me just see a mushroom. Alrighty. Well, I'll leave it up to you. You can make your way to the forest on your own. Or you can come along with us and we'll help find a way to get you back home. Oh, evens are odds, buddy. Uh, odds? You gotta flip the coin. <laughs> Can't just say odds. So she frowns a little and goes, well, the other face said that I would be safe at the forest, so I think I'm going to head that way. But you guys can come visit me when you're done with whatever you're doing. Definitely come visit you. And by then, maybe, we'll have a name picked out. Oh, but first, and she takes her little mushroom cap off her head, flips it over, and goes digging in it. She's like, I'm going to give you a thing. And out of the, the little hat, and it, it, you begin to realize that whatever she's got in this hat is uh, some sort of, like, a little bag of holding. Because she pulls out a small little parchment of paper that's about as as big as she is. And it's got a, a delicately tied red ribbon around it and hands it to you and goes, This is a thank you for you guys taking care of me. It is one boon from the Lady of Red Meadow. A boon from the Lady of Red Meadow. Yes, you can ask for her help with one thing. With a, it's usually just like uh, you ask a question for information, or if you you need her to help you with like a small thing. I'm little, so I only I can only give out small favors. <laughs> I understand. Thank you. And she flutters her little wings, walks across. Uh, sensei's shoulder and gives them a little pat on the head and a peep and at oh alexa you can uh you can understand it as she goes bye bye metal friend i will see you soon and she flies off then <laughs> says gonna be a disney princess god <laughs> <laughs> sensei is thoroughly confused by only hearing one side of this conversation As the snow beast is now stirring. Is mm. it 
shifts and one of its eyes sort of flickers open as uh, it, it, it's got its head in Beth's uh, lap and she's petting it, it softly. Uh, as it very hesitantly sort of sits up and sees all of you around it, it tenses for a moment when it sees the cleric, but, uh, Haven standing next to the cleric sort of causes it to settle a little as it chirps and sort of chitters a little bit and, and looks around. It seems that our uh, beast friend here has awoken and seems to be recovering very well. And Beth smiles and pets his, he pets his head a little bit and goes, Well, yeah, see, I told you when, when he's not scared, he's very nice. And uh, the the snow beast is now standing up and stretching. As uh, Letty is finishing up what she's doing, and she goes, I have left some big pieces for the beast to eat, but I, I cut a bunch of it so I can make jerky. And then this little bit that she has, like, wrapped in a little, in some uh, paper and some twine, she's like, and this is for us to cook. Already, I know Sensei cannot eat it, but it is, it is still enough for the rest of us. Thank you, Letty. Well, I figured the beast was going to be hungry when it woke up, and then I also thought about it, and we would be hungry after a fight. So you did a great job, Letty. Thank you for thinking of everybody else. Well, that's no problem. You guys are my friends, so. I don't know. I don't know if I said this before, but in Orania culture, friends are part of your family, and you take care of everyone. We don't really have like a barter system, so I don't really have money. But well, and I didn't have money until I came here. Well, let's see. This one is honored to be considered a family. As the snow beast has made its way over to uh, what's left of the stag and is chomping on uh, the, the the large haunch that uh, that Letty has left it, as it seems to be enjoying the food, and Beth sort of cautiously, you can see the relief on her face, but she gives you a cautious look and goes, so uh, I don't suppose you guys have decided what, what you're going to do now that all the fighting's done. This one believes that there's just a couple more unanswered questions, but this one senses no hostility from your beast friend. Speaking of, have you given it a name? Does, does it have something that it goes by? Well, I mean, it's silly, I know, but I'm not, I'm not very smart or creative, but I've been calling it Crystal because of its eyes, you know? Ah, well, uh, Crystal, then... Uh, seems to be most agreeable when not threatened, as you said before. Um, that said, could you explain the bodies that were not the recently deceased, the the ones we happened upon when we first arrived? 
Well, there were a few there when I got here, but um, some of them are bandits that just attacked me on the road. I live, uh, I live a little ways from here, and so I would come over here and spend time with the beast, but I could never really get it to, to come near the barn. And then these, these, and she motions to one of the, the frosted over corpses and goes, these fellas attacked me when I was heading this way, and Crystal here decided to defend me. That's how my arm got hurt. Understandable. Uh, a gallant beast, to be sure, for protecting another. Um, now, that said, there is no guarantee that collateral damage will not take place in the future. If you are to care for this beast, this crystal, uh, moving forward to ensure that it does not perceived as a threat. This one would recommend learning the proper treatment of such possible injuries that might occur by associating with Crystal. I mean, I, I hadn't thought that far ahead. I was mostly worried about what I'm going to do if, if Lord Trace is actually sending more and more of those of those mercenaries into the woods, I don't know what all that I'll be able to keep him safe anyway. This finds that to be a most curious allocation of resources. Alexi, is it common that during war times and recovery times that local nobility and leadership should be spending? the precious funds that need to be allocated towards food, shelter, rebuilding, um, re-sowing the fields, uh, to paying off mercenaries to go on hunting and expeditions? A normal syntax, especially during these times. I find it quite weird that the, uh, that the Trace family is Hunting and uh, a lot of wild uh, fake creatures and claiming them to be theirs. It would be one thing if they were to pose an immediate threat to the citizenry, but this one has come to the conclusion due to the speech patterns and testimony of those that we have recently dispatched, as well as the young lady here. It seems that they're doing so for sport and not for protection, which is a local lord's top priority. Perhaps we can visit this, this lord and see if we can't resolve this problem. And Letty speaks up as she's uh, reorganizing her bag, and she goes, You know, if you're worried about safety in the meantime, I think she should just take Crystal with her if she goes to Adrina's. If you if you take a, a creature like Crystal to Vita Visar, it's considered a protect protected species. They have lots of stuff from other planes there. 
that said, the journey would be a long one. There is a great deal of road between here and Adrenus. We would not want there to be any pursuit that would be taking place. And Beth here does not deserve to be put into such a dangerous situation simply for trying to find a safe home for her friend. But I mean, she's in danger anyways. So her choices are continue to fight to fight uh, poachers that are sent by the Lord or make the effort, however dangerous it might be, to get towards safety. This one would recommend both. This one would recommend to deal with the root of the problem while also providing the opportunity for young Beth and Crystal here to go someplace that would be a more guaranteed safe haven. Well, it was just a suggestion. I don't know what the rest of you guys think. Any commentary, Alexi? Tegan? Tegan has been slowly walking over, like, step by step, being cautious towards the... The, the snow beast. I, I, yeah, the snow beast. Tegan's going to pet it. Tegan's yeah. going to pet it. I, I'm, I'm trying to pet it. While being cautious. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Just, just, just walking. Good, Popo. Good, Popo. While it's eating the meat, just, this is going to be fine. We're going to be okay. To make it to the auction? Uh, you guys are uh, at the end of day two of travel, so you guys have three more days until you're in Aurora's. And then you, you have two weeks until the auction. Two weeks until the auction. Cool. Awesome. How far away is this Lord's Castle from here? Yeah. From this point, uh, you would have to go to Halimar, which is uh, two days north. And that would put us farther away from the... We're talking, it's probably going to add on just rudimentary geometry here. Uh, probably about three, maybe four days with travel, plus however long it takes to deal with the situation. So we'd have about, probably about a week to a week and a half left before the auction by the time we arrived if we did this detour. If we're going to do this, there's something I want to do first. Oh? Uh... What's the cleric's name again? Heron. Mr. Heron! Uh, yes, yes, sir. Ah, well, it seems that there might be an extra part uh, part for this plant, uh, part for you, you to play in this as well. That worries well, me. As you see, Mr. Heron, uh, the way we uh, your, your predicament stands is we pretty much decide your fate right now. That's true, but also the way you started this, this statement still worries me. Yes, that is something you do have to worry about. Because now, your life belongs to me. 
And um, out for you. Uh, Alexi, this one does not believe that, that that is actually how the the law works. Don't worry about that. Uh, don't worry about that, Sensei. Now, <laughs> you've been po you've been poaching in this in these lands without the correct credentials, licenses, and everything else. That is a serious offense. Then, upon that, you have t attacked a, ro a royal envoy. You can see him sweating more. <laughs> so now, there is a new there is a new option for you, and I would implore you to consider this new option out of all the other options that you have. Seeing that the fact that we are in a rush and we have a detour, we have a have to make a little detour. So. I would like to I would like to hire you to do a job for me. Oh, okay. Just want to make sure one more time the auction is being held uh, where again? Aurora's. Aurora's. Okay. I need you to head to Aurora Aurora's. And I need you to spread ru uh, spread rumors of a up and com coming new uh, new lady arri arriving in the town in a week. Oh, okay. Sounds easy enough. Oh, Alexi. Uh are you planning on letting a suspect who has committed crimes in our presence that we have borne witness to leave our custody un just, just unescorted? The thing is, the thing is, uh, Sensei, I'm going to have complete faith in the in this holy man right here. Even their odds. Huh? Evens or odds? Evens. Okay. Haven steps forward and he's just like, if it makes you feel any better, Sensei. And he holds out a hand to Hera and he's like, let's shake on it. You do this favor to us and we let you go. Um. Oh, oh Haven. Letting him... Letting him go scot-free isn't really the thing I was going to say. But we never specified the uh, the extent of the favor. Yeah, that's true. If we would like to put that down in details, I'm sure we can come to an agreement. Yeah, we can go to a definitely a good agreement. See, is the fact that you will go to... Uh, what's a good end? In, in in the in the town, Shay. In Aurora's? Yeah. Uh the the siren song is a a seaside tavern for visiting nobles. Great. Uh how much would you say a uh a room uh, a room would cost per night there? 
There, it's five gold a night. Five gold a night. Sweet. Awesome. What the? <laughs> Take it. Sensei is very confused as well. Like, we're just talking, like, bright yellow. Super very confused. Super confused. You will be spreading uh, the uh, the word of a, uh, a new young la- uh, new young uh, lord, uh, lord that's up and coming and everything else, and you are there to make sure that her her room and everything else is state uh, stated up at the si- uh, at the siren. Do you understand me? Y- yes, sir. And Haven pauses and goes, "Wait, who's going to be playing the lord? Like Alexi? Everyone in this kingdom knows you." That's true. Everybody in this kingdom does know me. But it doesn't know everybody in our party. I refuse. Out of character, it's Sensei. It's <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, the new up-and-coming Lord Lady, Lord Lady Sensei. <laughs> Lord Lady <laughs> Sensei? Lord Her Lady... <laughs> The worst. And Haven says straightforward, I refuse. That is far too much attention for me. <laughs> this this one is confused. This holy man, as you described them, though that is questionable at best, uh, was just party to trying to commit murder poaching as well as kidnapping very much so guilty of assault with various weaponry and your idea is to not only release him from our custody but to give him a task that would directly reflect upon us and then also reflect directly upon the king this one does not understand your, your your thought process, Alexi. This one is most confused. And the cleric actually speaks up and goes, well, technically, I'm not guilty of any crimes. Guilty of any crime, you say? Was, you it, want- not, was it not you and your party that was, uh, that, was atta- uh, that was that attacked us? Not to terribly split hairs, Alexi, but the suspect I- is under- correct. They have not been tried in front of a jury or a magistrate, and thus they have not been found guilty. We would have that's, to bear witness first. That's not even my point. I was hired by 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 the Lord that controls this area to do a job. You that's did not true. actually identify yourselves when we entered combat. So if you want to get into legal terms, I'm, I'm not actually guilty of a crime, though in actuality... I was technically being kind of a dickhead, so you are within your actual rights to chop my head off, but legally, if it helps your your metal friend, I'm not actually guilty of anything. Anyway, anywho's of all this standpoint. I'm, I'm pretty just, sure. just in case technicality was catching catching them up. Do not worry about what he's saying right now, because you are not getting away scot free on any of this. Well, no, no, no! I didn't. I didn't say that. I was. I was just making a point. You're having that. a little chat with your empl- uh, employers of uh, this whole this whole situation, but you, on the other hand, will be employed by me for uh, for a brief moment. And if anything bad were to say, you've been found trial found guilty of anything, 
You will be. I will speak on your behalf during the trials. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to find Lord Trace guilty first, but continue. That's true. But anywho, you'll be doing this favor for me, and I will be doing a favor for you if the uh, Trace family is found guilty. Okay, well, just give me all the details on what I'm supposed to be doing. Alrighty. So, spreading word of a new lord. What am I? What am I? De- what are the details on this? I'm going to. Um, I'm going to write write everything down on a letter and hand it to him, and hand him a bag of. Hand him a, a bag a bag of the gold that we found uh, found on them. And I'm going to put twenty more gold in there. Oh my god. Okay. He's like, all right. I'll, I'll send a, I'll send a letter. I'll send the uh, the stuff to you through uh, through text, uh, text and all that stuff. Jay. Yeah. No, I figured we discussed part of it, so you're yeah. good. As he looks at the letter, the the instructions you gave him on the paper, he actually looks up at Lottie and then looks back at the letter and goes, okay. This one is still confused, but this one does, does not advise this course of action, Alexei. Even if, for whatever reason, we could justify a uh, a kind of work release, lessening of a sentence due to cooperation kind of argument, it would still wholly rely on uh, this man's word. We would have no way to compel their actions beyond simply making it in their best interest. I do not understand how you can be sure that they would not simply take whatever coin you have given them and simply disappear. And Haven speaks up and goes, that's why I'm doing this. And he, and he grabs uh, the cleric's hand, and there's a surge of green energy, and he goes, now, I want you to remember that there's no place on this or any plane of existence I won't find you if you don't think, do, you don't do what you're told. Got it? And uh, the, the cleric nods his head quietly, and he lets him go, and he goes, there you go. See, there's a benefit to knowing a Cambian. Yeah, but, uh, Sensei, did you forget that uh, Haven can find us any way, shape, or form? Uh, well, that was due to the... Well, that's due to wild magic. This is, like, actual contract. Difference is, I don't actually want people's souls. I don't use it often, but it's still a useful tool. This one... Did not know you were capable of such things, Good Haven. I do apologize. I, I, I did not fully estimate accurately your abilities. Um, it is most appreciated. Well you, guys, that... well, you guys never ask me to do it. And to be honest, like I'm, it's kind of refreshing that you don't. <laughs> but even, even Tegan once said he would just give me his soul if I wanted it. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's that's why that's why it's fun hanging out with you guys. Well, the, 
this one is most appreciative that you find this one's company fun. Um, and, and since they'll turn back to Alexi, while this has solved this current issue, this one still does not recommend this course of action. Uh, while I will not go against your orders, uh, this one believes that the risk is quite high. Um, also, this one has no idea what your plan is. Uh, and, honestly, and right about right about this moment, Tegan, roll me animal handling. Animal handling? Okay. Yep. Yeah, and at this point, Sensei, it's better that you don't know my plan. Well, Trust me, it will all be clear in due time. What, what'd you get? I got a 12. 12? None of that either. Okay, and twelve. And uh, Haven Haven gives Sensei a pat and goes, "If it makes you feel any better, I don't know what his plan is either. I'm just excited to see what happens." <laughs> uh, Shane, please don't get bit. Uh, as Shane, uh, as Tegan goes to to pet the creature, it's presently eating, so this was a bad decision, and it turns and it hisses at you, and then drags. Uh, What's left of the uh, the stag carcass closer to itself? I kind of jump back and put my hands in there. Just hey, it's okay, buddy. <laughs> and Beth actually speaks up now and goes, yeah, "You you should shouldn't try to pet him while he's eating." I can wait and just kind of <laughs> keep my distance. <laughs> Uh, as you guys are, uh, settling down, and, uh, I assume you've released Heron to go do what you told him to do? Yep. Uh, what are y'all's plans from this point? Well, I think the best option right here, right now, is to deal with all this stuff, because a lord not making sure his, uh, his peop their people are safe and everything else is a big problem. Sensei could definitely use the distraction. <laughs> Needs to hyper-focus on the new problem instead of the one Alexi just pre presented. I didn't present any problem. Oh, to Sensei you did. Sensei okay. doesn't... Yeah, Sensei doesn't understand. Therefore, that's a problem. Yeah, probably. <laughs> exactly. And I, and I literally told him that the less he knows about the plan is the better. Yeah, Exactly. This is a does-not-compute moment for Sensei. Alright. <laughs> Alright. As, uh... As... Now, now that things are calmer, can I try again? Oh, no. Oh, Please don't get bitch. Please don't get bit. Roll animal get... handling. Oh. Uh... Eleven. Oh no! <laughs> it's okay, Shane. I got I got some more of those herbs. What'd you What'd you roll? Eleven. 
it's it's more cooperative than earlier. You were you got to touch it for half a second before it like snorted and like moved away from you. I'm kind of standing there, looking disappointed but not surprised, and just kind of joins the others afterwards. How'd the fur feel? I thought it said it. I didn't touch it. You you like touched it for half a second before. It, oh, half a second. Yeah, before it snorted at you and backed away. Was it foofy? If, if I could describe fluffy ice. That would probably be the best way to describe it. As uh, as you guys are winding down, uh, what what are your plans? Are you going to stay here? Or are you going to go back to the the inn for the night, where your cart and everything is? We're going to go back to the inn t- tonight, and then get ready to he- uh, head over to the ma- uh, uh, crap, can't even think of it. It's right here. Boom. Halamar? Halamar, yep. Halamar. As uh as Beth is sort of bidding bidding you guys good night, she she goes, I'll I'll use what's left of that stag leg to see if I can get Crystal into my barn. This one did make some commitments to speak with the local townsfolk in greater detail at the tavern. They seemed most curious to learn more about my kind, and I do not wish to disappoint the people. And uh, as the the illusion of the of a half elf covers Haven again, he goes, "Yeah, and I still have to finish working on that thing that Alexia asked me to make." I came my mind for a moment there. I was like, what the hell did I ask him to make? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, never mind. <laughs> As uh, the group of you start to uh, separate from Beth and the Snow Beast, and you guys head back towards the tavern. Uh, we, we've looted the everything that's worth a damn, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't loot the frozen bodies. You looted the, the poachers. All right, then we'll loot the frozen bodies as well. I was about to say, uh, go ahead and roll me investigation. Okay, that's decent. Uh, better than what I had the first time around. Uh, it is a 20, unnatural. Unnatural, dirty 20, and who else is looting? I was going to say, I'm hanging out with Haven. Oh, okay. Uh, is Sensei checking anything out uh sensei will retrieve their weapons and uh kind of shadow alexi um okay kinda... then, then still roll me uh actually roll me insight insight got it one sec uh uh that's not fantastic um that's gonna be a Nine total. 
A nine, okay. So, you're not going to really get what's going on. Uh, as, uh, Alexi, as you're, you're looting a bit, there is some, uh, there's some gold and some jewelry on, uh, there's, there's about, there's a, a ruby necklace, uh, some gold rings, I want to say about three, four, uh, four gold rings, and, uh, maybe a total of 60 gold on these bodies. Uh, as you're going through them, roll me insight. Twenty. Uh, twenty. Okay, dirty twenty or net twenty. Net twenty. Oh, okay. You're getting the picture of what happened, uh, just based on like judging the age of some of these bodies. The oldest bodies is where some certain where, where some stuff starts sinking in. Um, when you come upon the the deeper bits of snow where it's tightly packed and you're sort of kicking your way through it, uh, some of it's obviously melting with the with the warm weather, but it's cooling off for the evening now. Uh, as you get to the older bodies, there are several bodies that are most certainly bandits that have been attacked by the snow beast. Uh, under the, the, the tightest packed snow is the body of a man and a six-year-old child. Uh, when you uncover them, uh, they're, they're pierced with crossbow, crossbow bolts. So, it, and, uh, tucked into the, into the child's backpack which is partially hanging out, uh, is a book. And as soon as you open it, the, the, you can see on the cover, it says the boy and the beast and every bit of writing and words and pictures that would be in this book is gone. And you have discovered, uh, just based on insight, they, they must've been traveling and accosted by bandits when the wave of wild magic hit. And that's where the snow beast came from. Hmm. But the uh, bandits had most certainly already hurt the the children, uh, the child and his father before before the snow beast could do anything about it. Is there any picture? Is there any pictures on the cover or anything like that? There's nothing left. There's like a blank. It's it's almost like a it's it's a clean despite the the obvious. Uh, Manila covered colored parchment. There's a clean white space where the illustration is supposed to be. Okay. Hmm. But these uh, these bodies uh, of the, the the child and the father, they are not chewed on at all. All right. I just it, want to make. It seems sure. like they they were buried. They were buried with uh, like the the beast processes some semblance of respect. You All just right. packed them in ice. So I just want to make sure, like out of out of uh, out of con uh, out of character and all this stuff, this is pretty much a goosebump scenario, right? Yeah, it's it, it is exactly what you thought it was before when you when you had thought that you'd only heard of creatures like this in storybooks. It mm -hmm. it is literally a storybook creature come to life. No, okay. But uh, between like that's that's basically what you find from them. They they were they were bandits. They looted a lot. And I want to say they had, uh, uh, they they had uh, there was about three crossbows and uh, a long sword and like four daggers. If you want to steal their weapons too.
We'll, we'll, we'll take all that. That's free monies, baby. That's all that is. Too bad Dragon didn't loot. Would have been extra stuff to pay back. Well, I did loot. I you you, loot you for, stopped uh, that. <laughs> as you guys are, uh, as you guys head on back to town uh, with a, a bit of walking, you head to the inn. Uh, it's lit. You can hear some music coming from inside. Uh, the the carriage is, is clean. Uh, the the stable boy seems to have fallen asleep on his stool. Uh, as uh, you as the the horses sort of neigh at you when you you come back into the into eye line. Uh, what what are you guys doing? Are you just planning to turning in for the evening? Well, Sensei is going to go to the tavern. Well, yeah, obviously you're heading inside. Are the rest of you heading inside or? I'm heading yeah. inside. Yeah. As you guys uh, enter the tavern, a few of the townspeople from from earlier who had saw Sensei, they're like, "Hey!" They're like, "Look, it's the they're like, look, it's the metal cleric." What is this tiny cult town called again? It doesn't have a name. It's just like a small like there there there's not enough houses for this town to have a name. Okay. It's more like a rest stop than anything. Hello, good townspeople. As I have spoken before, I have come to entertain your questions and uh, engage with you all. So please uh, speak up and I will uh, address your concerns, questions, and uh, musings as best I can. And uh, as the, the town fo- townsfolk, are, or as, as some of them are, are getting up to talk to Sensei, uh, the innkeeper, which is an older human man, he's got a, a white beard and a bald head. He he looks over at uh, Alexi and Tegan and goes, "Oh, he's like, he's like, welcome, welcome. Uh, I met your friend here." And he points to Haven. He's like, "I met your friend here earlier, and your uh, Tabaxi friend is already upstairs sleeping. Um, here you go." And he he hands uh, Alexi and Tegan. Uh, he hands you a key, and he goes, "These are the two extra keys to the room the room upstairs." Um, I, I gave the biggest room, but sorry, we don't we don't really have the the space to accommodate such norm- numbers right now. Oh, well, thank you. And it's not a problem. We can make do. And uh, and he looks at Haven. And he goes, "How are those tools I, I I gave you earlier?" And almost embarrassed, Haven shrugs and goes, uh, "Thanks for those. They're working just fine." And uh, he he looks back at Alexi and Tegan and goes, "Can I get you guys a, guys a table, food, anything?" Ooh, do you have any uh, wheels of cheese? Oh, here we go. And some small ones. We we don't really make them as big as they they do in the capital, but we we got some we got a few for when we need them. I will take one of your best for myself and a glass of water. Uh, and he's like, I can do that. Um, and he looks to Alexi and he's like, anything for you, kind sir? No, sir, I'm fine. Like, uh, you, he's like, yeah, well, you look like you've had a day. You sure you don't want something to drink? 
You know what? I'll take you up on that. <laughs> and Haven raises a hand and goes, I would have whatever he is having. And he's like, right away. Uh, and he points to one of the tables, the, uh, uh, the, the barmaid just is uh, wiping off. And he goes, I believe that table's right there, right over there. It should be free. You guys, take a seat. I'll, I'll be right back with some drinks and that wheel of cheese. Thank you, thank you. As uh, Haven sits down with the two of you, uh, as Sensei is fielding questions about how he's about how they're created, what they do, showing off, uh, I assume showing off your little religious symbol generator thing. Oh, absolutely. As uh, as as uh, every all these uh, farmers are getting a kick out of it. Uh, Haven actually speaks up while you guys are sitting at the table and goes, you know, that cleric was right in a way. Percent he was right. Well, no, I mean, I mean, he was right about my people. I don't actually care about other people. And I, as long as I've been here, it's always been a thing that sort of bothered me. I don't care about living people, and sometimes I think that I should. I think that can be debated on whether or not you should. But you did make a connection with us, like showing his hand towards Sensei and Alexi. You actually care. Well, I mean, I do now, but in the beginning, it was sort of just. I guess it's it's easy to it's easier to not care about people than it is to care about them. Like they're still part of me part of me when I'm around you guys that's uncertain. But most normal people and and he pauses for a moment and goes like if Beth had ended up being a bad person or something I wouldn't have processed any sort of sense of betrayal. It would have just been a thing. If you had said, yeah, let's go ahead and lop the head off this healer guy, I would have done that too. Mm. But the whole reason that I wanted to be here on the material plane was to have more things in my life, things that I want, things that make me happy. And I don't think I can do that unless I care about something. I guess my point is, is, Tegan, you don't have to get so offended on my behalf. Oh, about him getting mad at you? Yeah, I don't think punching him in the face twice in a row was, was, a, was doing us any favors. No, 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 no. First, first off, 
Mind you, I did not understand before he explained. So, in my opinion, y'all would be in my good book. Secondly, that was more about manners, because I trust you and consider you a comrade. And what he said wasn't very proper. Well, I mean... Like I said, stuff like that doesn't bother me. Well, if it don't you, it will me. Like, I I lived in the hells. Like, believe me, I've had worse. Well, that's fine. But I won't stand for it. Well, that's fine, I guess. My point was, and still is, that, yeah, that guy was right, but I guess I'm making an effort, I guess? It's a process, I would guess, I would wager. But, yeah, from what you've described and where you are right now, I would say it's progress. Um, did any of you guys notice that Letty didn't come in with us? Yeah. <laughs> Is this where we roll for perception? You can if you want. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Letty did not come in with you guys. Well, I'm just going to say no. I, I did not notice with a roll. I'm going to go outside and look for her. When you walk outside, roll me perception. Well, that's going to be a 22. She is crouched by a bush. Um, Letty? What are you doing out here? And she hushes you. She's like, shh. As if for, it takes you a moment to register. Uh, thankfully, you have spot to light your way. There's a cat in the bush that she is trying desperately to pet. It is just barely out of her reach. Okay. She's like, I did not get to pet a cat but when we left the barrens, and I did not get to pet, pet a cat when we were in Olistis. I would like to pet this cat. Uh, and we'll see. Uh, the cat runs away from her. And she just slumps, defeated, and then stands up and starts walking towards the tavern. She's like, okay, I guess I did not get to pet the cat. Feel you, lady. I feel you. That is not fair. I can get close to a snow beast, but I can't pet a cat. We or do not. You'll be able to pet a cat one uh, one day. We do not have cats in the Dreenets. Well, I mean, we do, but they're like familiars for like wizards, so they're not actually cats. You don't get to pet those. Well, 
as uh, she follows you back into the tavern, the uh, the the uh, innkeeper is already putting drinks on the table for you guys, and he places the water and like a, a small wheel of cheese for Tegan. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, about five inches in diameter. I am going to be taking slices and... What's that spell? Yeah, my spells real quick. Are you talking about prestidigitation? Yes, I'm going to be heating up the knife to make him... He's, he's cutting melted cheese, guys. No, I'm, I'm cutting the cheese and then holding the knife up and melting it and having it come down into my mouth and just save and enjoying he's the moment. dripping melted cheese into his mouth from the knife. Oh, <laughs> Lord help me. As you guys sit down and uh, Letty sort of sets her head on the table... And uh, Haven looks at Tegan and goes, you know, you know it's going to be bad for you, right? Oh, I could care less, my friend. I'm enjoying the moment. <laughs> All right, Alexi. How do you plan to speak to this lord? I don't think they're just going to let us walk through the front door. That's going to be the hard part. I mean, we can try talking to him at first, just to get a lay of the land, but my guess is that we're going to jump quickly to breaking and entering. Or we could just let, let Sensei barge through the gates again. And I'm yes, Sensei, you did hear that. <laughs> Tell me why, what caused him to barge through the gates last time? And Letty speaks up. Oh, he said, he, uh, they said that they got confused. They weren't sure what to do, so they just thought getting through as quickly as possible was the solution. I, I guess Warforged don't really know how to deal with paradoxes. That's what Titus called it. I don't actually know what that word means. Huh. But do you think that this lord is even going to listen to us? Honestly, I don't think she, she uh I don't think that they will. Especially if the main lord is sick and his sister's the one running the show. Well, I mean, I, I don't even know how to interact with lords and Adrenas. Technically, Arania aren't even classified as citizens. We just sort of live where we live. That is true. Speaking of that, speaking of such, buddy. Do you like reading? What was that? How much do you like reading? I like reading a lot. 
I'm not so good at the writing part of it, but the reading I'm pretty good at. So you're pretty much good at reading, compre uh, comprehending uh, what you read and everything else, correct? Well, uh, yeah. This is a suspicious line of questioning. Would you do me a huge favor? Okay. I pull out a book on proper uh, royal etiquette. And she looks at it and she frowns and goes, I'll read it, but I mean, did I embarrass myself in front of the king? Are you telling me something? No, no, lady, you, ne you did not embarrass yourself in front of the king. It's just, uh, being along with us, you're going to be, uh, you're most likely going to be put into a lot of situations where, uh, where proper etiquette is always going to be neat, neat, uh, neat, uh, neat to know. And she literally turns and goes, is there an extra copy for Tegan? Don't worry, I'm going to pick up another copy for Tegan as well. <laughs> Okay, well, I can... Honestly, I should pick up a copy for Sensei as well. But I'm pretty sure that should be already uh, programmed in. And Letty literally shouts over the table, Sensei! Ah, yes, Letty. How can I assist? Do you know etiquette? I do. I am proficient in multiple different uh, etiquettes, depending on the setting. See, you were right. Then that's great. After you, uh, after you read the book, why don't you uh, pr practice proper etiquette with Sensei? Okay, I will. I will do that. But I'm probably going to mess up a lot. This is not my normal jam. Hmm. And Haven just sort of frowns, uh, Haven frowns and goes, you know, you know, I have the luck of being what I am, that stuff like etiquette doesn't really matter to me. True, Haven, but if we're going to be working together and everything else, you're going to need to learn proper etiquette as well. <laughs> well, no, like, I mean, that's, that's like basic, that's like Cambian 101. I know the etiquette for 16 different cultures. Hmm. I don't use it because most of my, most of my train, once they realized I was good at not only talking, but stabbing things, uh, I was moved over to the hell Knights. but I could basically navigate just about any, any ballroom, even some courtrooms. I love the implications of that. Just saying. <laughs> I love the implications of that as well, Mike. <laughs> as he he's drinking, uh, he he takes a drink from uh, the the ale in front of him and goes, "You know, this isn't bad for an area they don't put a lot of development into." Though. If this lord is capturing wild magic, you think you think uh, he'll have any information on? Well, I mean, just like on anything that we're looking for that'll help us with Odwin. 
that might that there is a slight chance that there may be something of that, but I'm thinking that this is for another reason. This Lord did not participate in uh, in helping out with any resources for the war. Well, I mean, neither did that Lord Fryan, and they have the luxury of being right next to each other when it comes to territories. That is true. But this Lord could be doing something else with the Fey Beast that they've been capturing and everything else. Because Displacer Beasts and everything and everything don't sound right just for somebody to want to capture. Hmm, yeah. I get that they might be up to something, but, I mean, considering... And he lowers his voice when he continues and goes, Considering the already known Kyrician elements following Odwin, do, do we really have time for a detour? You're right. There, there isn't much of it. There, there isn't that much time for a detour, but this detour does seem like it's something that could be a, a threat to the kingdom as well. So I mean, I'm not any chance of. I trust your judgment on this. I was just wondering. That's another reason why I sent. I sent our little envoy to uh, to the uh, to the auction to help out with setting up some stuff in motion earlier than what we were, we were going to ride since we took this detour. Also, what are we even going to be able to do if we catch, I guess, the lady in, act, in the act of committing a crime? Are we going to fight a whole guard? A whole guard isn't really what I'm hoping to do. If anything, the best case scenario that we can do is if we there is something that uh, that we find them guilty of, we can detain that we can detain them their plot for a little while and then come back and deal with the rest of it. So we have to convince guards that are loyal to the Trace family to detain their their lord and ladyship, or lady just not the ladyship. Really, not really that. So pretty much as we try to get an audience, actually, hold up. Tegan's a half elf or a wood elf. He's a high elf. He's, He's a, a full-blooded high elf. Well, He's I mean, full-blooded high elf, eh? Uh, Tegan. Is Tegan is stuffing his mouth full of cheese right now? No. Well, you said before we entered this place, they're playing music and stuff, right? Yeah. So at this time, Tegan's been like clapping while Annabelle's been like just dancing to the music on the table, like to the beat, right. and yeah. just it, Wait, you, yeah. just not the one I really need to uh, actually talk to real quick. But yes, uh, yes. Letty, Letty has most certainly been stealing sips out of Alexi's drink while he's not paying attention. <laughs> Alexi, you've most certainly seen this, but she has not. But you have not. But like, whether or not you choose to acknowledge it. Okay. Well, as long as she's not leaving, going anywhere else like that, we should be fine. But, Sensei. Ah, yes, Alexi. How can I assist? How fast do you think you could 
give somebody a crash course on meeting royalty, proper etiquette on meeting royalty? Well, um, I'd imagine it would only take a few hours of instruction. Um, they're not typically unsophisticated. Uh, they should be able to pick it up fairly quickly, though there are some that find it to be more challenging. And in my database, there are those that are, well, to put it politely, they're very uncultured and resistant to uh, polite society. But as long as one is willing to learn, it should not take terribly long. How long would you think it would, it would take you to teach Tegan? Well, I imagine that would entirely depend on Tegan's willingness to learn. I'm overhearing this, right? Yeah, they're most they most certainly got your attention before they started this conversation. Okay. Yeah, we're just, we're just talking about you in the third person. No big deal. No, just wanted to make sure. I do know some etiquette, but it may not be the proper etiquette. I know how to do a tea party, and I know how to play hide. This was from the princess and the prince that I was usually with. But I'm assuming not looking at any nobles in the eyes isn't proper etiquette. Well, it depends. Are we going in the role of a supplicant? Are we going in the role of peerage? Are we uh, seeking to have a private conference with them? Are we moving forward with essentially a plan to detain them and investigate them? There are many different ways that we could approach this that would dictate a, a, a different stance of decorum that we would have to follow. This is most likely going to be a audience with them speaking on on the behalf of trying to uh uh haven haven speaks up and goes well, i mean if we say that he's for example if we say something obscure enough like say like he's odwin's cousin or something if he shows confidence from uh with and some if he shows confidence and a noble stance, we could probably get away with it because it's just vague enough that they won't know so we are settling on peerage then yes this one would not recommend that with Tavens um personality. Well, I mean, obviously I'm going to be following him to help. But the uh, point that... is, if we go into the trace, if we go into the trace uh, manner with just Alexi, they're not going to show him any respect. They don't like humans. I, I understand this. The, the issue that I am uh referring to here that would disqualify Tegan for a peerage um, audience is uh, Tegan does not 
walk like one who understands that they are noble of birth. They, they do not hold their body posture. They do not speak. They do not act in a way that belies noble birth. Uh, everything that uh, Tegan's stance and attitude portrays is one of uh, earned confidence. They, they have been through a considerable amount of ordeals, and due to that, that confidence comes strictly from that. Their antisocial nature and their proclivity for avoiding conflict uh, speaks to their general respect of wanting to just be left alone. Another trait that is not very well looked upon amongst peerage when you're supposed to have authority over others, including those who are equal to you. Uh, this one would not think that Tegan would be fit for the role. The deception would not hold. Mm. And uh, Haven grumbles as he goes, yeah, and he'd have to resist sticking the hors d'oeuvres in his pockets, too. No, okay, then I guess there's no other way around it. Rude, but My yeah. Only problem. <laughs> hey. Haven, Haven raises an eyebrow and goes, "Were you going to stick the hors d'oeuvres in your pockets?" I'm not saying I wouldn't, <laughs> but if there's a chance, you know. <laughs> My only problem is I will need a, I will need somebody to go with me, and the only other person I could think of would be. Sensei, but Sensei has a problem with... They're too honest. That's true. He's just too honest. This one has been working on its ability to implement deception. We could split... I can go in with you, Alexi, and Sensei, Tegan, and Basiru, and Letty can check about town. Check I'm about certain. Or the big thing that I was trying to get done was infiltrate the manor so that they, we could figure out what's going on there while we are keeping the head, the the the, the Trace family busy. With conversations. We we still have that original proclamation, don't we? The, yep. the one that King gave you? Yep. We could try to use that, say that we're in the area investigating tales of wild magic, see if we can... Like, I mean, they'd at least have to grant us an audience. That's, that's what I was planning on using to get the audience. But knowing them, they won't be showing us the full story. That's why I was hoping that we can have a second group go in and try to figure out what's going actually going on. Well, this one does not disagree on the merits of such a plan. Typically, a distraction is most fortuitous if pulled off correctly in the heat of battle. However, we do have the added constraint of time. While a full investigation would reveal many secrets, we unfortunately do not have the luxury of spending a great deal of time investigating. 
perhaps a more direct approach would be able to fit within our timeline. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Give them the opportunity to lie to our faces while we, we just bring the whole entourage in. You and I can let let Lady Liar t tell us that she hasn't found anything while our super honest automaton here can get the guards to show them around. If they find anything, then... Like if they find anything, I'm I'm pretty sure that the the average person is going to be more willing to talk to them than you. It's true. Because as long as as long as her ladyship isn't keeping her eyes on them, they might be more willing to talk. If their attention is split four different ways, all knowingly, it would be hard for anyone who is untrained in how to operate a clandestine operation um, to be able to give us the runaround, as the parlance is often phrased, they would likely be able to feed some of us with fake or wait. Uh, fraudulent information, but not all of us. Wait, 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 wait. I had another thought. Tegan. Didn't that cleric say that his lordship is rumored to be ill? Yes, he did. If we show up with Sensei saying that Sensei is calibrated to detect wild magic, and because of the rumor, we're investigating whether or not his illness is based on wild magic, maybe we can use that to get Sensei in the door. That is true as well. And I'd see that. And then his sister wouldn't be able to turn us away without looking suspicious. Do we suspect that there is a plot against the Lord's health? Well, according to the, that poacher we were interrogating, as soon as his lordship started taking interest in the war, he basically vanished from any direct contact. Like, no one's seen him since then, and his sister has been the one dishing out all the orders on his behalf. And he makes air quotes when he says that. They cut out on me on that last part. Can you repeat he makes it? He makes air quotes when he says on his behalf. Yeah. On his behalf. Okay. That's what I missed. Yeah. So then... The lady has assumed regency over the land. I do believe it would fall well within the king's authority to exert at least some uh, power in order to send aid and help to one's own, uh, own royals and, and loyal subjects. We could make a big show of it. We we walk through town, we tell people we're here to investigate Lord Trace's health, and then that way, if she doesn't let us in the door, she looks guilty. Well, if we were to announce that we were here to investigate, that may put her on the defensive initially. Perhaps we could say that word had reached the 
the agents of the king, and as good agents of the, the king, we have sought to take care of its subjects, and we have arrived to treat the whatever malady uh, afflicts this local lord, so that way they may get back to the very honorable job of taking care of the citizens of Lamastus. Yeah, the trouble with that is, if we don't suggest that wild magic caused it, then she could just reject us outright and say that that his lordship has his own doctors. Hmm. We have to we have to imply that whatever's making him sick, even though it probably is, like it might might be magic, like wild magic related, but according to what we heard, he's he disappeared before the wild magic even was loosed upon Lamastas. So if we imply that he's sick because of wild magic, then then she would have no choice but to let us do something. Either that, or she might she might play a card in her hand, and we might know what she's up to. These are just ideas. Like, I mean, if there's anyone who knows how sneaky people can be, it's me. That is true. So whatever you guys decide on, let me know. That seems like the best course of action right there. Me Haven, uh, uh, Me Haven, and Sensei will go. Uh, will will go see about the about the Lord's health. While we'll have her set, let her guards escort y'all around, showing y'all the premises and everything else. That seems like the best bet. Yeah, and if there's monsters around, there's no one better. And he gives Tegan a pat on the shoulder. There's no one better than our resident expert on monsters to to ferret out whether or not they're they're holding anything. I will certainly try my best, and I appreciate your confidence in me. Yeah, and then you have it'll. I mean, it'll it'll go double for you. We'll have Letty and the Surus heightened sense of smell. A query, Alexi, as this may be beneficial, we ran into a mercenary troop. Those were the ones that assaulted us. And they were under orders of the Lord to capture monsters and other beings of wild magic, bring them back as prizes. It strikes me as odd. There seems to be, uh, according to reputation and what we've encountered just recently, a much more proficient mercenary group within the borders of Lamastus, the Devil Crows, when it comes to understanding the dangers of wild creatures and threats and being able to neutralize them perhaps since we have formed forged some friendly relations uh somebody since it's going to look at tegan uh somebody could go and speak with a local chapter of the double crows if one exists in 
um, what's it, Hal something, Halimar? Halimar. Yep. Uh, if there exists a local chapter in Halimar, they may be forthcoming with some intelligence as they're, they're very protective of keeping their employment against all who would seek to deprive them of it. I could take a look to see what I can find. Well, we have a loosely structured plan. I figure we're probably not going to be able to put any more details in until we're in town. Well, it would simply take one person. It would not be terribly unexplainable if our, as you put it, our monster hunter uh, broke away from the party for a short while to check in with the other monster hunters that may be in the area before rejoining us at the keep. I think that a short detour for one of us would be entirely understandable. It's too bad that Captain Valiant guy won't be in Halimar. If only... I imagine he would scare the shit out of those nobles. That's true. I'm a Cambian, and he scared the shit out of me. Thankfully, this one does not understand what fear is beyond simply what is written, but I can understand that there are those that would feel it in his presence. Taken, do you agree that this is a plan in part that you would be able to pull off? I will try my best to pull it off, but I cannot guarantee a 100% success for it. Just don't let any of them stab you. I mean, I can't promise that if they want to start a fight, but again, I, I will try my best. And he literally grabs your ear and yanks on it and goes, don't pick fights until I'm done making the stupid charm. Right, 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 right. And he lets you go? Like, speaking of which, I'm going to head upstairs, and I'm going to work on it a little more. Good night to the rest of you. Letty, have the rest of my drink. <laughs> and he, and then he, he literally pushes the tankard over to her, and uh, she grabs it excitedly. And, Alexi, at this point, you're looking at your own tankard, and it's, like, half empty. It's, like, half empty. Half empty? Yeah. <laughs> As uh, Haven heads upstairs. Alright. As, um... I... Go ahead. If I may, Alexi, this one is going to find it most difficult to be able to run its magical reaccumulation cycle with some questions that have gone unanswered. I am most curious, you, you had 
a conversation with the small sprite, and this one was not able to follow that conversation terribly well, as this one does not speak the language of the sprite. It did leave quite suddenly after uh, patting me on the side of my head. It was rather odd. I, I thought it felt rather comfortable uh, sitting and um, being with uh, Shrubby. Do, do you know what made it decide to leave our company? Our little sprite friend was trying to make it to the uh, back to the forest that we stayed. Back to the the forest. Which which forest was that? Were you talking about Vale Forest? Yeah, it was trying to make it to Vale Forest. Oh, um, well, that is a considerable distance. Uh, for such a small creature. But it's also a phase, so it probably isn't as as long of a distance as we think it is. Well, this one is programmed with some knowledge of, of Fae, but it is mostly restricted to the more culture and, and religious aspects, not anything terribly solid and of use in this particular circumstance, um, of, unfortunately. Speaking of that, I pull out the little boon. Okay. This is a boon of the Red, uh, of the red Meadow, Sensei. I feel like this would belong to you, because the little... Uh, sprites, oh, it's calling you friend and everything, and did enjoy uh, enjoy your time with you. Um, that is both surprising and pleasant. Um, she this... did ask before uh, if we ever get the chance to come visit her. Visit her in the the Vale Woods or in. The Red Meadow. The Vale, uh, the Vale Forest, because she's going to try to find a way to home, but she doesn't know how long it would take for her to figure that out. So she might be living there for uh, living there for a while. Well, if my travels do take me back in the direction of Lord Zowen, I will most assuredly uh, try to locate our young sprite friend. Um, this one was most pleased to make its acquaintance, though it was pure coincidence of our meeting. Um, this one would be pleased to see it again. Uh, since it's going to go ahead and take the, uh, the boon and kind of look at it and go, it is wrapped with a ribbon. Is this a magical parchment? If you unscrolled it, it would use its ability. I believe so, but I'm not 100% sure on that, Sensei. And Letty actually speaks up. She's like, oh, I've seen stuff like that before. There's some weird fate that, that come through Adrina's. 
And it, it might be because we're connected to the astrolite, but I'm not really sure. Um, so you're really only supposed to undo the thingy, uh, the, the little ribbon thingy, if you're using it. So I would not recommend opening that right now. This one understands. Uh, so since it's going to go ahead, like very, very gently uh, with with our other hand, going to go ahead and pull out um, the small little pack that Sensei has uh, Zawin's branch in, mm -hmm. uh, and go ahead and put the uh, the boon parchment in that same uh, you know compartment. And go ahead and close it back up and uh, put it back into to their bag. And uh, Letty finishes the rest of of the tankard and goes, "Well, I guess I should go to bed too. I do not know what we're gonna end up fighting, and I know we have to get up early. And you guys are more morning people than I am, so go, Letty. I, I would like to." Thank you. We were in a rather tough tactical situation earlier, and your quick thinking and aggressive action ended up being the reason why we did not suffer more serious injuries. This one would like to thank you and commend you for your bravery. Well, it's no big deal, like I said. I mean, those wizard guys were trying really hard to melt you, so... And Tegan, like, is, wouldn't have been able to take them down if that guy kept healing them. He was kind of getting on my nerves. Your humility is also noteworthy, Letty, but I, I, I do insist you are most commendable in your actions today. And uh, this one is proud to call you friend. Well, thank you. I'm glad that I know you too, Sensei. I'm gonna go to bed, and, um, Tegan, I think you should go to bed too and stop eating so much cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was getting late for all of us, so we should probably all head to bed. And uh, she begins uh, trotting upstairs as the night is winding down and the, the music is beginning to fade. Even the, the other patrons are tired or heading home as you guys are heading upstairs. And the night comes to an end for everybody. This is where we're going to stop the session. Solid session. There's a bunch of planning and sorting out and information gathering happen in this session, but it'll make uh, things go a little smoother. Anyway, uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. I know this is a longer session than usual. We usually try to keep it within the two-hour range, but it's been a while since we recorded, so we stayed a little, a little late on this one. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody, please remember to stay hydrated. Make sure you, that you take your medication. Uh, Shane? If it's your birthday, happy birthday, everybody. And to be continued in the next episode. Bye. Bye.